Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. This dirty mess oh, that's happening in Australia. <laughs> I couldn't wait for the morning shows to cover this, and they all covered Prince Andrew uh, settling the sexual trafficking uh, lawsuit that Virginia Jeffrey had uh, filed against him and that he, he, you know, was very much staunchly defending, you know, everything. And of course, you know, it all was settled yesterday and um, the settlement, apparently uh, he's using money from the queen, no big surprise, but it's more like 16 million. And supposed to the 10 or 7? As opposed to 10 and 12, which is what we've heard. But shock of shocks. Um, when I glanced at, and they showed one of this, I think, on GMA, the British newspapers are actually reporting on this front page headlines with real reporting around the financial settlement and some real... Real digging, you know, uh, they're not ready just to move on to jubilee planning, if you will. There's the royals are so bummed that they aren't. Well, they're not, but I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, the mirror royal uh, Andrew does a 12 million pound deal to halt sex claim. Duke settles out of court with accuser under Queen and Charles order. The Daily Telegraph, a uh, queen to help pay 12 million down, 12 million pound settlement. The son was just. The shame of Andrew was the big, mm-hmm. uh, the big headline on all of that, and um, so they all seem to be um, reporting basically the same thing that they, he had to settle that they don't want this overseeing the Queen, and no. on the very same day that that gets reported, they're also not that who knows what will happen with this, but Prince Charles his foundation. Not the Prince's Trust, but uh, the Prince's Foundation, which is his umbrella foundation. Right. There are. There's now an actual criminal investigation about the Cash for Honors program that was going on with Prince Charles Foundation, which he will blame on uh, the guy who runs it, well, Michael as, Fawcett. As one would. Uh, yeah, as they do over there, right. but it was not without his knowledge. It so was what, like what is what is this cash run? Just give us. An he idea was of what always he did. fundraising with various, um, like we're talking rich Saudis, Russian oligarchs, people who foreign national who want wanted access to the king and future king, or maybe meet the queen or whatever. Sure. Prince Andrew actually, he and Fergie, Fergie got caught doing mm-hmm. this. I can make an introduction. If you paid enough money, right. maybe you would get a medal of something and you ha- might have the opportunity to meet Charles. Right. So that's what it is. There's apparently a huge paper trail of it. So this is the other thing that needs to be cleaned up. And there were some people, uh, some of the um, royal uh, correspondents were reporting, you know, this, this will be cleared up right away. And basically Michael Fawcett will be 
thrown under the of course the under royal, the bus under the bus. But it was of course Charles had to have known and approve all these things. So it's a double scandal, and uh, the Queen, uh, you know, how much more can she take? I don't know, Laurie. <clears throat> I mean, stupidity and arrog- arrogance really cost Prince Andrew everything. Really, yeah. I mean, imagine that and, family thinking that Harry and Meghan were the bad ones. Well, in random, I'll tell you what the Queen's excited about today. Yeah, I can't, I can't blow my wad right now. No, that's right. But I'll just uh, <laughs> uh, somebody on Twitter pointed out since Harry and Meghan moved to, to California, when they first moved there, uh, like a week after they got there, they had like record rains. It had been dry, dry, dry. Right. It rained. The the Lakers won the NBA championship. Um, uh, didn't the baseball win the World Series? And then LA won the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah, that's true. The Do- yeah, Lakers won it in 2020 during the bubble. Mm. Then the Dodgers won it. Mm-hmm. And now the Rams. God, I hate California. Yeah, yeah, oh. yeah. I know. They really went a lot. And of course, it's not Harry and Meghan. But no. of course, um, you know, they, 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 when you look at how they got excommunicated by the family, it's yeah. just absolutely, you know, hysterical. And, you know, the Queen, well, you know, there was that whole kerfuffle about the Harry wanted the Queen to pay for uh, security. For security. And of course, maybe. Maybe Charles said, you're going to have a big, we're going to be reaching into one of your big uh, piles of silver to pay for Andrew. Don't commit to anything yet. Oh, right. There you go. Because the security risk, I've got to imagine if you're Prince Harry, even if you're not using your HRH title. Right. I remember Harry had to not use that anymore, right along with old Andrew, who's uh, the one who did everything wrong. But you still need security because you would be very... You'd be a high-risk yeah, kidnapping you thing, your you kids be. and everything. You, you're certainly not going to have part-time bodyguards. All I'm going to say is I, I expect Megan and Harry and their two children to show up for the Jubilee. Oh, I'm sure yeah. that That's gonna they happen. will. Yeah. And I'm sure that the uh, uh, Andrew, that this thing being settled, I don't think we'll see Andrew in public again no. until the Queen dies yep. and Charles is, uh, has too. his coronation. Right, I agree because with you. I think uh, he has written down in maybe did the pinky swear with Charles like they did when they were kid, kids that he will no longer wave and laugh as he's driving in and out of Windsor. Castle. It's not a funny week. It hasn't been a funny years. No, he hasn't had fun for a while, and he's been doing embarrassing things for quite a long time. Yeah, quite a long time, yeah. starting with his whole friendship with Epstein. It's so amazing that other son of theirs you never, ever... Edward? Ever, ever yeah, hear about. Yeah, who's married to Sophie. Yeah, you never hear about him. Wessex? No, because uh, he knows Nothing. his place. He's fourth in line. Yeah. He doesn't try and, uh, do, you know, do anything. Stay, he stays Even in, in the crown, you know, he's the youngest. Right. Just... How did Andrew get to be the favorite third... Is that I was waiting well, just, for that to be your position, no, no, no. but I know you're one. She and was Grant's a young, one too. She was a young I'm mom four. and a new queen, so she had the least amount of time for her for two oldest kids. Yeah, and then the third one, she I mean, she had some time. She had some time, so yeah. I guess that's how you'd be a favorite. There you go. We don't know. We've never been queens, only in our minds. <laughs> I haven't even been that, Lori. Oh, Julia, you dream s- bigger and louder and harder. There now. we go. <laughs> I'm going to get on that right now. All right, we're going to take a break. And when we come back, it's time for Random Thoughts. Julia's Random Thoughts. He looks like that puppet. I don't know. He's had cheeky implants. It's just random. That's all it is. Well, here is what the Queen's team has been doing. They are just announcing a new release for fragrance for 
the dog. A doggy perfume, as it were. Oh, the corgi doggies? Yep, that smells of coastal walks. It's um, purchased Happy Hounds Dog Cologne. It's about $13.53, and you would buy it at Sandringham House in the gift shop. Okay. It's a description of the pooch perfume, which is unisex, smells of coastal walks, and has a rich... Is it for people or for the dog? It's for the dog. It's a doggy cologne. Oh. Why does a dog need a clone? Because well, some of it them stink. Down, they get the wet smell. Yeah, it's it's like for dogs. I mean, we use it. It's like a conditioner that we it, throw into our yeah. dogs so they don't. Because we wash them, you just can't keep up with washing. You can't. Them so so the, sometimes you throw it in there, brush yeah. it in, and I it gives get them a my refreshing mom some smell. Of this Doggy for her. shampoo, oh, it's amazing. Game bones, and a tweed dog toy come oh in this. My. Now, in August of last year, Queen Elizabeth released a line of doggy biscuits. So, Lori, you should do this. Think of this. They, the doggy biscuits come in a paper bag with a royal seal. Good Lord. And although they do not decay, contain any additives or preservatives, they're recommended for occasional use and for training of your poochie pets. Mm-hmm. And, you know, she owned corgis and dorgies. Yeah. And dorgies were the cross between the dachs. Dachshund hound? What's the name of that dog? A dachshund and a corgi. Is it a dachshund? I have no idea uh, what Brand, a dorgy you is. Know dogs. I do, but I don't know breeds. Yeah. I, I know my three that I have. That's it. That's, That's it. all you know? <laughs> yeah. Okay, so this, um, you know, it is Jeopardy College Week, and I know we are never allowed to talk about Jeopardy in the, in the face of Lori, but yet, alas, she gives me a story about Jeopardy and her favorite city in Minnesota, Duluth. Mm-hmm. So here is what happened. It was a final clue. What is Duluth was the answer. Oh. So, um... <laughs> What the was question clue? was about um, about ninety thousand. It's the most populous U.S. city on North America's biggest lake, and it was under Midwest was the category. Mm-hmm. And it was such a gimme. This is from my friend and fellow Highland Park Hall of Fame inductee from the same class that I was, Emily Larson, the mayor says uh, such Duluth. A, yes, such a gimme. When in doubt, always answer. Hashtag Duluth. Um, but it was the final Jeopardy, and the category was Midwest, and the three candidates are from California and Florida. Um, so no one knew what happened in the Midwest. Their answers were um, Green Bay okay. and Minneapolis. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. Duluth is only the most important port city in the United States. On, on the on biggest the great... great Lake ever. Yeah, and on. the deepest. Yeah. All right. That, well, that, 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 that port is busy. What is Duluth? Yeah, what is Duluth? <laughs> what is Duluth? Okay, other things that are happening is that if you've always, always wanted to go on a kiss, the band cruise, their very last sailing is going to be this fall. It's the annual kiss cruise, and they do it with two Ks, Larry. Mm-hmm. It's their 11th annual. Mm-hmm. Now, can you imagine being on that cruise well, ship? Well, you just went to Ulysses. I know, but I wasn't cruise. on a ship. But it's the same thing. It was a blast. A land cruise. It was a blast. Right, you're just doing a cruise cruise. Was be, it, but yeah. for Kiss, yeah. if you want to do that. I wouldn't go on the Kiss cruise, but there's other cruises. I know. Mm. we. There's some other ones. On. Speaking of... I remember when Brett Michaels used to do the I Rock of Love cruises. Oh, yeah. When that show was on. Oh, Rock of Love. What a show. What a great show. Oh, did you watch that to too, well, Of course I watched that oh, trash. For, you Absolutely. and Lori are born oh. of the same person, <laughs> yeah. honestly. We are. I had to hear that show. so, so much oh, about I love that, that show. show. Oh, it was Beautiful. It was just mindless television that I could watch oh, all day long. See and he was an excellent uh, rock star. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, Brett Michaels. on that show. Yeah. Yeah. He. Mm-hmm. The girls were fantastic. His personality on that show was fantastic. It was. It was everything. Good. It was okay. Good. I don't know if you saw this, but 
funny. You should ask what I was doing at six, like ten this morning. Yeah, what were you doing? I was going to get ice cream. <laughs> I just wanted some ice cream this morning, and I couldn't sleep. Okay, so I drive good, to my good reason my local um, store that took over the other gas station chain, which I just have Speedway. strong feelings about. Mm-hmm. And I go in. It's six ten a.m. Yeah, I go in and I turn right to the freezer section. <laughs> There's not anything frozen in it. Oh no. Oh no. I almost died. I'm like, what? It's um it's Wednesday, so the truck was coming to mid morning. No, today. apparently that freezer broke down. And it no. won't be fixed for I thought uh, I never I haven't done this in so long. Gone on, on a six AM ice cream run. Six, <laughs> <laughs> I can honestly say I've never gone on a six AM ice cream run. I yeah, just never, no. wanted like Jerry's Garcia or something. In ben the and Jerry's. I just did, Lori. Hey. I had it. You have a very own. developed ice cream palate. I do. The and thought I've... of eating cold ice cream at oh. six in the well, morning makes my molars oh, no. hurt. It just, <laughs> it, it is comforting. It and I'm going to say, if you ever have a hangover and can't keep down food, mm-hmm. vanilla ice cream. Oh, it's just like drinking a glass of milk. It's the best. It's the best. Coats the stomach. Yeah, it perfect. works. Okay. Speaking of hangovers, there's um, experts are telling you as you age, be aware of these boozy beverages because they're bad for you okay. in a physical way. Okay. So straight booze. It's a tough one for scotch drinkers, but basically you're just more likely to get drunk, fall down, and break a hip. Yeah. <laughs> this, we're, cutting, we're, cutting, Makes sense. we're cutting straight to the chase. It also is hard um, if you take any medication. It's difficult. Straight booze and medication, yeah. they don't interact so well. Mm-hmm. Brandy. Has more congeners. Remember, we looked congeners? at this. Congeners? Then they're drinking. It's a chemical produced during fermentation. Oh, jeez. It's one of the things. That blackberry brandy. Oh, my dad loved his oh. E&J brandy. Uh-huh. E&J blackberry brandy. Yeah. Oh, that's my so God. My that's my daddy. 20s. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's oh, my dad. End of the night. That was where we were So going. it's bad for old. Because it causes really bad hangovers. Oh, this, yeah. It's this, sugary. It's all sugar, yeah. isn't it? Right, I guess. But it's more the congener. <laughs> um, non-light beer. Because it has um, more alcohol and calories. Mm -hmm. White wine. White wine's loaded with sugar. I Mm -hmm. love white wine. It's loaded with sugar. Red wine is more antioxidants if you're going to choose. And then super sweet cocktails. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on uappodcast.com. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. They're just a sugar bomb. Um, so that's it. And that as we age, you know, more and more people are type 2 diabetes and that kind of crap. So you have to watch out. Well, but that the, is, I'm glad you, why are you telling us this on the big happy hour day? 
It won't it's matter. Update. No one's going to listen to you. No one's listening to I'm me. I'm having my big ginger tonight. I'm having two of them, and I don't I know what it. it does to Okay, me but tomorrow. here was what I heard. <laughs> it doesn't give you a Okay, here I'm going back yeah. to what I heard in the car on my talk. Yeah. And, you know, I don't ever catch Jason, Alexis, and Kenny and Don at 6 a.m. Right. They were laughing so hard over this headline. A drunk woman on a motorized suitcase got arrested at the Orlando airport. <laughs> now, did you see the video of this? No. It's hysterical. So I know what it's like. A motorized like. Suitcase? suitcase? Oh, I've seen these things. They're amazing. They're like $1,500. Yeah, you can cruise around the airport. So it's a sit 32 on it. year old lady who. Of course, um, it's a 30 year old girl. Uh, yeah, she shows up at, you know, to board her flight with a beer in her hand, but riding her motorized vehicle. I can just see it. Oh, it's so funny. Her name was Chelsea, <laughs> but this happened last April. Um, she was flying from Orlando to New York. When she pulled up to the gate on her suitcase, she was hammered. Oh, they wouldn't let her fly. And she said, I'm not that drunk. I'm not that drunk. And so then they called the airport. That was her first mistake. Yeah, exactly. I did this. I did this very same thing. Don't ever thing. say you're not that drunk. Oh, no, I did this. Lori and I, I was denied boarding and spent a night in the Las Vegas oh, yeah, airport. You told me that, mm-hmm. too. Oh, yeah, this is a very true story. Mm-hmm. It's horrible. And I kept trying to say to you, you're talking way too loud and you're being way too rowdy for a midnight flight. Yeah. Stop no, talking. I'm not. Yeah. What are you talking about? <laughs> and she's like, Are you going to stay with me? And I'm like, No. <laughs> I had to stay by myself. I, I'm not going to explain. And I'm a mother husband. of young children. Oh, yeah. She drank so hard. And I'm, like, I'm like, I'm waving bye. bye. How you're do going I down explain the this to my bill? Right. You know, that I didn't come home. Right. Oh, God. I don't even know. I might have said I, I had a, a bladder a, infection or something. Yeah. I don't know what I did. I think that's the last time that we've taken a, a midnight flight from Vegas. From Vegas. We've because done them out of LA. That's Vegas, right. it's dangerous because what do you do? Right. And we went and we were at the Palms. We checking partied out the new our brains out. Vapor. Bar it was a vapor room. Whatever it was, but it had a great view it was and a, a vapor beautiful room. deck and... Just. We went there way too early. Way too early and stayed way too late. Mm-hmm. Oh, I love a good bar at an airport. Okay, but this lady. No, this was at the Palms. Oh, this is casino. before you oh, yeah. got to the airport. The flight wasn't until midnight, oh. so we didn't have to leave we, the airport until 10. There's I mean, there problem. was way too much time yeah. to just. <laughs> I don't think I was eating them very much those years, and so. <laughs> yeah. I just. You oh, pacing. It was bad. But anyway, it's a hysterical video. Just watching her pull up on her. Can her you imagine her just, I need my ticket. Or going even to security and they're just like, no, ma'am, turn around. You're out. I, I mean, it's just, <laughs> I can see someone like me doing that. I would say like this is totally. years ago. I've wanted one of those suitcases for a long time. Now, whether I'd be drunk on it, uh, it's a toss up. No, right. <laughs> not a, not, you can't be drunk in an airport. It doesn't go over well. No, no, that's true. But- All right. Well, let's have a little music news. If y'all are going to Coachella, which is two weekends in April, April 15th to the 17th, or April 22 to the 24th. Do you uh, want to go to this one, Lori? I have wanted to go to Coachella because there's a military base um, right at like Palm Desert or something, kind of like the same, like the the military so basically, we you're had saying Manchester. you would have a place to stay. I'd have, we'd have a place to stay <laughs> that won't cost a fortune. Like there's this military, there's an army or an air force base in Manchester, Tennessee, that if you're a veteran, you could go, if you wanted to go to Bonnaroo, you know, it was like $45 a night and it was on a little lake and you know, the, the, the motel six is like 500 a night. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So anyway, so I've, we uh-huh. have thought about going to Coachella for, um, because 
it's of the time period that it is. And um, and then Stagecoach follows Coachella. And where's that That's one? it. They're both at the Empire Polo Club in Indio, California, okay. which is Palm Springs, Palm, Palm Desert, Desert, that yeah, yeah, area. Yeah. And both festivals were canceled in 2020 and 2021. So this year they just said, screw it. Um, and California dropped their indoor mask mandates for vaccinated people this week in the company responsible for both of the festivals announced on their websites and social media that it's uh, going to be a protocol free for all. Um, they're going to have no COVID uh, restrictions at all, but um, I, but won't face any liability. They're basically just saying that it's up to you now, people. It, it's up, it's to, up you. to you. You voluntarily assume all risks related yeah. to uh COVID-19, and they did also say that artists and promoters can add their own precautions if they want to, so an act could come in. This all sounds very confusing to me, but they're like if an act wanted to say, well, we want vaccination proof, I don't know how that works at a a festival, but um, it's supposed to be headlined by Kanye West, Billie Eilish, and Harry Styles. I hope Billy doesn't apologize to Kanye Same. like he was yelling at her to do. Same. Because Travis Scott is not on the bill. No. So what does she... In- he wanted him to come yes. with him. And Stagecoach, which is April 29th to May 1, that's, think of that as the country Coachella. Fun. And that's going to be Thomas Rad, Carrie Underwood, Luke Combs, blah, Fun. blah, blah. I mean, I think if Kanye does take the stage at Coachella, if people had masks, they would put them around their ears if he started oh. in on a diatribe about okay. Kim or something. Okay, wait a minute, because <laughs> Grant just gave me this before our show. Um, Grant, I'm going to show you what you gave me. And so the latest the latest thing, at it's New York Fashion Week is happening yes. right now. And so the latest fashion, you know, Kanye just likes to wear the whole pantyhose over his face. Right. Um, but what people are showing us now in a nice lace or a nice cotton is the new thong face mask covering. Oh, good Lord. <laughs> it's whale tail in the front. Yeah. Well, what, wasn't there somebody on a flight, a guy who yes. had a pair of thong, pair of thong under his oh, face yeah. and tried yeah. to say it was a mask? I remember that now, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. These are thong masks. It's, yeah. it's um, Dion Lee, an Australian designer, was dressed celebrities like Dua yeah. Lipa, Megan Fox, is known for unique cutout designs. Mm. You know, Megan Fox wore that weird, or Julia Fox wore that weird cutout shirt um, that you didn't know it was a weird. It looked very much like a dress that Kim wore that yes. had just had straps going across her mm-hmm. nipples. And here's the quote I was looking at the idea of architectural facades mm. and masks, obviously, the influence of face coverings at the moment. Feeling like it becomes part of your identity in a way. Now, would either of you wear a thong? Here's how this would be <laughs> no, funny. No. If you had this thong-shaped mask and you had, like, a hair clip-in, so you had, like, long pubic hair coming out of it. <laughs> a little awkward, yes. Yeah. Be a fun little prank, <laughs> Yeah, maybe. Lori wanted me to do that at a pool. Lori said, go ahead. At a pool. I was she was going to pay me $100 
to put one of these straight long hair clip-ins. No, it was a ponytail holder. It was my curly ponytail holder. So it had curly hair. She wanted me to tuck it it out of my bathing suit bottom and do one lap around around the the VIP area. For $100. I get $100 I can't believe I didn't do it. I would have done it for $100. Come on now. It was hysterical. We had a lot of fun in our little area with it. Yes, we did. (laughs) Clip-in pubes, as it were. (laughs) That's right. Oh, the just like, Think you know, of the silly around. crap you and I have oh, done. God, so many. We things. have done so many dumb things. <laughs> no, just send us to back try, to Vegas. Just to try to get each other to laugh. We try to get do more outrageous things always. Always. Now, are you going to laugh at this one? Will you laugh at this Who one? Who knows? Uh, by the way, Willie Nelson turns 89 years young. You guys, on April 29th. He's going out on a huge, he's touring from March till uh, August, and but he is canceling all indoor headline shows. Basically, he doesn't want COVID and he's old. Yeah, he's That's old. Right. I agree with him 100%. So a, yeah. they've canceled, uh, you know, and some of them have been sold out like Billy Bob's Texas, you know, that's all inside and blah, blah, blah. But they only want to do outside shows. And he's pretty much sticking to... Texas, South Carolina, you know, um, Tennessee. He's got Where's one. In, he's going the Windy City Smokeout in Chicago on August fourth. It's probably some like barbecue <sighs> country. Doesn't that sound like fun? Sounds like the good old days of Red. Okay, the now Ozarks this, Amphitheater in Camden, Missouri. So this is probably going to be his last run. Well, who knows? I mean, he's well. He's eighty. He's eighty nine, but he's expected to play at his annual Luck reunion, which is part of South by Southwest. And he's never stopped touring except for during the COVID. So, I I don't know. He's not known to be uh, suffering from any illness, and I think it's just a precautionary one hundred percent at that age. One hundred percent, and that's the age you need to be very very careful. That's right. And if you happen to be going to New York. March 10th at the Beacon Theater. What are we going to see? There's the Love Rocks charity gig. So if you're looking for something to do on March 10th, March 10th, it's the sixth annual event. Mavis Staples, oh. Hozier, Melissa Etheridge, and the expensive winos will be rocking out. I like their name. Expensive winos is Keith Richards' uh, side oh, it band. Is? Yeah, it's uh, Steve Jordan, the guy who. He's been the drummer in Expensive Winos, but he's the drummer, took over for Charlie Watts after he passed. Um, Wadi Wachtel and uh, a couple other, you know, guys that are known. And in Rod the Stewart is coming here. Yes, he at is. At the Excel on July 8th. Yeah. So I just kind of feel like it's time. He's 77, you oh. know? Keith. Rod. No, Rod. Oh, if Rod. you want my bond. And Cheap Turk is performing with them. So that's a good two for one band because yeah. they sound Fun. great. That's a great opener. That is a great <laughs> opener. A There's a sure. lot of good concerts coming to the Excel. Yes. Um, bon Jovi's coming and they're looking for a local band. Yes, they always do. Uh-huh. I love so, that. The auditions that they're yeah. doing. That yeah. is cool. I did Pat not know. Pat just... did that years yes, ago for did. a Bon Jovi oh, show. Really? At the, she did. won the slot. Cool. I think GB Layton won one year. Oh, can you imagine? Like yeah. never ever forgetting that moment. That's cool. No. I, I just read that today. I I forgive me, but I had no idea he did that. That yeah, is such he a does cool story. Do that. He does do that. Do you think that moment would be up there with um 
being live on stage with Lori and Julia on a Saturday at the State Fair. Oh, <laughs> it couldn't beat that. That's the <laughs> what, the only thing it couldn't beat. Mm-hmm. You guys know that was the best. Uh, that was that's that was the best day of my broadcast. That was career. so sweet. Yeah. 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 Um, Justin uh, Bieber is basically single-handedly saved Tim Horton. This is awesome. I love this. How? And Tim Horton's are coffee chains in Canada. Donuts and, they tried and donuts have, and coffee. They They're tried to have a couple down holes. here, but I don't know. They didn't last. Yeah, it didn't last. There was one at the Mall of what America. What is he doing? Well, he just, um, he, because like many, especially, you know, restaurants that relied on office workers and people, you know, Tim Horton, you know, the business was down. Right. In 2020, he was down 10 or 11%. 11%. 11%. So it needed some support. Enter good Canadian Justin Bieber. He and Hortons created a line of donut holes with a name mashup called Tim Biebs. Tim Bits. That's cute. And he was involved in selecting the flavors. And here are the flavors. Your nice cream judge. I bought donut holes this morning because there was no ice cream. Okay. So this is interesting to me. <laughs> okay. Oh, no. You, and, did and you get bought, plain glazed cinnamon? I got glazed. Oh, and I, I got, I mean, I was really too. disappointed when the ice cream thing was empty. I got glazed donut holes in a little cup. Yum. And then I got some um, jalapeno pretzel bites. Yum. That's what a, a weird. That's a good. combo. Yeah. That's a combo for 6 a.m. I was mm-hmm. going to say for like Friday night at midnight when you're drinking, <laughs> yeah. but you know. Yeah. No, was, <laughs> I couldn't sleep. Okay. Here's the flavors that okay. uh, uh, Tim Biebs Timbits picked out, otherwise known as Justin Bieber. Um, let's see. Uh, birthday cake. Love. Uh, sour cream chocolate chip. Oh. Uh, yeah, that'd be good. White fudge. Oh. Okay. Me, I really love a glazed donut hole. Just oh, the glaze. I, I do too. That. There's their original glaze, cinnamon, and chocolate that they have at Tim Hortons. Because yeah. they used to have one right off of University Avenue yeah. over oh, here. Okay. And I used to stop there and pick those up when I'd come to work when I was at the other station. Oh, I. But yeah, now they're up, what? Uh, 11, they were down 11% in 2020. Yeah. Since bringing him on in these new donut holes, they're up, what, 10% since then? It's amazing marketing. These celebrity little marketing things yeah. work for some, they not do. for others. They yeah. do. They do. That's a 20%, 21% turnaround by just bringing him in the fold. Yeah. That's wow. unbelievable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we like that. And he could have been happier. Oh, he, yeah, he's happy about it. And, mm-hmm. you know, people were, uh, you know, uh, doing a lot of tweeting of I'm a believer and uh, <laughs> Tim Bibbs, team, Tim Bits. That's really a mouthful. Team, team Tim Bits? Team Tim Bits. That's oh, a mouthful. And Tim Horton's parent company owns Burger King and Popeye's. Oh, oh Popeye Chicken. Oh, my yeah. gosh. Yeah. So, you know, I didn't know donut holes, you know, like were in any kind of danger, but apparently, yeah, the. Dunkin' Donuts, all these places where people... Well, where you would work in an office yeah, building and yeah. run down and get a snack. No one works in office buildings. Yeah. They're, they're going coming, back, They're though. going back, and they're, I bet people couldn't be people happier. People are so happy that I've talked to, and even the young kids who think it's so great to work at home in their living room. Oh, no. How are they, you going to meet they anybody? They want to go we, back. You let's, can't... We, like, let's, we got to get back. Yeah. yeah. All right, all right we're going to take... Listen, a- when we come back, we're going to Hollywood speak. Uh, I'm interested to see what you will Hollywood speak... Um, what what no what the Salt Lake City housewife what's happening I'm wondering I think you're going to be able to do it you think pretty so? quickly you have mm-hmm. a lot of faith in me I sister do. all right we'll be back I was what is the meaning of this 
All right, let's get All right, Julia. So let's... we're waiting for the finale of Salt Lake City, The Real Housewives. I okay. think it's this upcoming Sunday. Then the next week will be the finale. But, you know, the uh, Jen Shaw, uh, who is the one who's she been, amazing. She's amazing, but she's the one who's been charged with uh, money laundering and fraud uh, stemming from their years-long telemarketing scheme that they did. And she and this other guy. There were a couple of co-defendants. It was oh, okay. it was Jen Shaw, Stuart Smith, and right. then Cameron Brewster. Stuart changed his plea from not guilty to guilty. Yep. And now Cameron has done the same thing. He has mm. folded his cards and pled guilty. What does this mean for Jen Shaw with the last co-defendant pleading guilty? They're going to turn and they're going to talk. And they, they're getting a settlement. You will only get five years in jail instead of 35. They got an offer. Yeah, they got an offer. Yeah, and they made a deal. And Jen is going to trial. Yes, she is. Because even if they were to offer her a plea deal, it'll be crap. Because, because she's, already, she's held out so long. That's right. And, and these the other guys two. held out, so they've got enough on her. They don't need to give her good. It'll be a horrible offer. And oh, well, she has been kind of fun lately on that show, so. Yeah. Oh. She's. When is this going to trial? Have, do they even have a date? Uh, it'll probably be next fall. Okay. Um, but money laundering, RICO charges are never good. No. Nope. And if her saying she didn't know anything, the fact that her two people have have pled guilty, yep. that means they're turning and they're testifying. They're testifying against her. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but she seems calm, cool, and collected on the show. And took all of her mom's teacher retirement fund oh, to pay for terrible. an attorney. Isn't that terrible? I, see, this would be such... Okay, I'm just saying, it would be such a hard thing if your kid gets into massive legal, a legal situation and they don't have enough money on their own and you want your kid to have the best representation possible that would follow my dad's advice don't give him any money yeah that was was my you live and you learn i know but i think as a parent it's hard to walk away oh yeah Lori, it's so easy for you to say because you don't have kids or a dog or anything that you know i'm just saying but i've got bonus kids and we've had situations and casey and i are in simpatico on this well if you give somebody money whether it's your kid or not if you expect not to be paid back that's fine, but if you gift, expect, right. to, expect oh, to be paid back... You um, would get paid back on this. Well, my dad always would say if any of us needed money, uh, if we'll, we can do a notarized IOU and loan kind of an agreement. Because mm-hmm. he was like, otherwise I'll never get it back. It's true. We never Every time asked, I borrowed money. I never even we asked. We never but, even asked her dad because he was <laughs> on our payroll. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, Sarah Jessica Parker was on Watch What Happens Live. Yes, she the was. only interview. Looking amazing. Yes, and the only interview she's done for And Just Like That. Yes. Because, and just like that, she did not want to do interviews. No. She did not one. No, she sent Miranda, she sent Cynthia Nixon and uh, Kristen Davis out. But she, her good friend Andy... She appeared in the clubhouse, and uh, Andy, of course, sucked up to her and said he was really impressed with how, uh, and just like that, handled Samantha Jones, played by Kim Cattrall, on the recent reboot, and he was impressed, and this is how SJP responded. Okay. The actress that played the role is no longer playing that role, but people aren't absent from your life when you don't want them to be. 
Okay, I'm going to Hollywood speak this, mm-hmm. and I totally followed it, Lori, and I didn't even have the negative thing. Kim Cattrall did not want to be in this. These, no, 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 they, you're, you're not Hollywood speaking this. You're not Hollywood speaking that. Why? The actress that played the role. She wouldn't say her name. That's right, Julia. Oh, no, she didn't want to say she her name. couldn't even say no. her yep. name. That's horrible. Okay. Oh, oh my gosh. So couldn't, that, even right. give her, couldn't even get her the credit of saying her name. Right? That's wow. right. So, wow. I mean, and so it was this very, you know, elegant answer. And then he also asked her, you know, another specific question. She said, I'm going to make a confession to everybody. I have I never not watched seen, the show. No, no, she, this is what she specifically said. I have not seen episodes three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten yet. It's my problem. A ton of people don't watch their own shows, Lori. We've heard this forever. I'm not very I don't care. interesting that she names episodes three, four, five. Most people would just say, I, I haven't don't seen it. the whole thing or yeah. only watched the first. The way I felt that she was on edge, even though she was with the most friendly interviewer possible, Andy Cohen is not going to throw her under any kind of Mm -hmm. a bus. But the fact that she had to say that, and I will give Andy credit, he said, why did you take so long to call 911 for big? Yes. And she hemmed and hawed. And she said, well, I think it was only one or two seconds because you saw people there later. And he just kind of cocked his head at her. So he didn't really... She deferred everything to Michael Patrick King. Yes, yeah, she did. Didn't she, she didn't take because he was he did the script. She deferred everything to yeah. him, mm-hmm. which was fine. But here's an update because HBO content chief gives update, and on just like that, it is in renewal talks. And but interesting that it is in renewal talks uh, and that it didn't get renewed and just like that. That's true, isn't it? Everything well, and, else, and Andy said when in he said it was one of the highest rated. Things on HBO, and I thought, was it? No. I think he's just juicing her up. Like yeah. you said, a lot of these shows, they're getting renewed four episodes in, not even like no, a season after. Yes. And this one's still on the edge. And the white, well, it's very expensive. All those people got True. a million bucks an episode. Yeah. That's exactly It's so right. expensive. Yeah. So they're, if they're going to renegotiate, they're going to figure out, you know, how does this make sense? Because White Lotus got renewed right away. In treatment is done after this year. Mm-hmm. Jack Reacher was renewed at the end of the first exactly. day. It's true. <laughs> so, and just like that is... Um, Did they get a million an episode or a million for the season? No, for a the million ten. per episode. That is, they paid way too much. Right. Oh, they needed to put more of that money towards writing. He said, if you think we're, uh, if you're betting on whether we're going to do a second season of just like that, I think it's probably a pretty good bet. Generally speak, speaking, we usually let something air... See how it does, but obviously we'll make preparations ahead of time to make sure we're in the game. Mm-hmm. Okay. I mean, it's, gilded the gilded gate or whatever it's gilded called. Gilded age was already renewed, and it's, it hasn't even finished yet. It's like so five episodes. I in. think they're paying those guys so much money; they're just trying to figure out how to make that work. Yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. basically, the reaction to that show was so bad, so bad. But I still enjoyed it. I'm gonna not lie. Yeah, I liked it. But it not like well, not great, love. not memorable, not you know. I mean, they just missed such a great opportunity. opportunity but hopefully, they get it right in the second season. If they get it, yeah. We'll if see. they get it, we'll I mean. See. And then Sarah refused. SJP, he said, "Did you think Che Diaz was funny?" And that's no one has answered that. No one has answered no that one. from Cynthia Nixon 
She's this um, non-binary. Sarah Ramirez played her. She's the one Miranda leaves Steve for. Yeah. But it's it's a very, her character's too, I didn't think she was funny, did you? Not even at his first second. Anytime something is billed as a podcast comedy tour, I'm already nervous or whatever that was. (laughs) You know, she's Louise. Cynthia Nixon has something to say to her haters. She said uh, she was on a podcast talking about, and many fans, the number one thing was, why has Miranda gone so far off course? Mm-hmm. And Cynthia Nixon says, and she's also in the Gilded Age. Yes, she is. I know. I watched she it. She just says, I think that's a bizarre reaction. Not I think really. Miranda is brave. Okay. I love her, Susie Sunshine. Yes. I really just do. Mm-hmm. I really just do. Boy, she looks so pretty and just like that, though. She, for the one that they used to put the horrible clothes on and everything in Sex and the City, especially in the second movie, she was stunning. She was stunning. Yeah. I thought she kind of looked the best. Yeah, her Her hair. Her grayish hair. She looked amazing. All right. All right, there we go. go. Now it's five o'clock. I already thought it was. But now it is, no, people. it really is. Huh. You're keeping track of it's the time. It's a magical, delicious feeling. <laughs> or whatever, the Irish Spring Zappy hour somewhere. There it is. There it is. Magically delicious. There you go. We'll be back. Lucky charms. Yeah. Oh, wrong thing. <laughs>